Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. Here we are already at episode 69. We're going to talk to you today about the ever elusive how to never run out of content. So we've got three great ideas here to get you started for the year. So content is one of those things. So first of all, before we talk about how to never run out of ideas for your content, let's talk about what content actually is. So content is anything that is either written, that can be things like blog posts, social media posts. Uh, they can be visual. So those are can be things like live videos on Facebook or maybe videos on YouTube. They can be audio. So those can be audio recordings or like you're listening to a podcast. Those are all types of content. Those are pieces of information that you're putting out for your audience to consume and enjoy. So that's basically what content is. And content ideas can be a little bit elusive, like you said, Lisa. We often hear like, how the heck do I come up with content ideas, right? So it can feel a little bit like you're on this hamster wheel of content creation. And it it can be, we've been through this. Uh, We, yeah, probably more than once we've been through this, but now that we've got a good system in place, it makes it a lot easier for us to come up with things to talk about. The first, and this is actually one of my, one of my favorites, is going into Facebook groups. Now, I'm not talking about going into Facebook groups and asking questions. I'm being, I'm talking about going into Facebook groups, being a fly on the wall. Use your introverted nature to its full advantage. (laughs) Now, this isn't about stealing clients from other groups or uh, going in and talking about necessarily what you do. We're talking about purely a research-based read through what people are looking for. Ideally, so what you want to do is, we should say this, is not just random Facebook groups. Any group that has a piece of your, (laughs) a piece of your ideal audience, you know, any groups that kind of speak to your niche and go in there again without the intent to sell people things or steal things that is absolutely not what we're talking about here we're talking about what are your uh ideal clients uh, what are their questions what are their concerns what are the things that they're asking about what are they worrying about what do they want to know mm-hmm. and this is a great way to start saying okay well people that i believe are my niche are interested in this particular topic or learning more about this. Is that something I uh, know a lot about? Is that in my zone of genius? And can I speak to that back on my social pages or my podcast or my blog or my newsletter? What are, what are the ways I can incorporate what people want to know that I know about into my, into my content? So that's one way to try to find some topics. Yeah, and this is great because it is, it's actually like a double-edged sword here. So you can actually get a lot of information. So Facebook is great. So when you go into a group, you can actually search just inside of the Facebook group. So let's say you are a copywriter and you're looking for, you know, trying to find 
content ideas for your own channels. So you can go in there and you just go up to that search bar and you just type in copywriting and see what people are asking, see what they're saying and really get a sense of, you know, what do, what do people want more information about? What do they want to be hearing about? And if there's a question in there that you can answer genuinely, and like you said, Lisa, you're not in there to market your services or, you know, try and sell somebody on anything. But if you can generally go in there and add value to a question, go ahead and do that, right? That's a, that's a great place to start to develop expertise as well, to start to become the person who goes in and, and answers questions without any expectation of reciprocity. And I mean, coming back to this idea that content is stuff that you are, are getting in front of your audience. I mean, this, the second thing here is ask your audience. This is such an easy thing to do. And pe sometimes people, people forget to actually do this is a source of content ideas. Literally ask, what do you guys want to hear more of? Some questions. Yes. <laughs> question, but it can be scary to do. We, I won't, I won't buy it. Sometimes feels a little bit like it's, you're kind of bothering people, but people are following you for a reason. They value what you say. They want to hear what you have to say. So you may as well be saying stuff that they, they do want to hear, or you're going to lose them. So, you know, put on your brave yeah. pants and go out and go ahead and survey your audience. It can be something as informal as an Instagram story, or it can be a, like a formal survey that you send out to your email list. Say, hey, can you go fill this out for me? I want to make sure that I'm giving you all the information that you need. Right. And people don't mind doing that because they're talking about themselves, right? So if you're asking your audience something very specific uh, about themselves, they're, they're often a lot of people who, who are willing to talk about what they like, <laughs> what they're interested in, what they like, and they're happy to tell you. So uh, that that's definitely, yeah. And you're right. You can do, you can do a formal survey, like a Facebook survey, a quick Insta story survey, or something a little bit longer with your email list if you want. Um, or it could be as simple as just asking a one, one question, you know, what's the biggest thing you're working on this week. It could be anything, just a quick question to create engagement as well. It doesn't have to be pick A, B, or C. It, it could be just um, getting people to give you uh, a quick comment on what they're, what they're uh, dealing with in the current moment. Um, another thing to go along with that, while you're, you're collecting your research, you're doing your surveys, um, we would recommend putting together a little database of all these ideas that are coming together for you. Because when you do have the time to sit down and really write out some content, um, we love batching. Of course, you guys know this. <laughs> we love to sit down and batch. So when you have that time set aside for your um, to create your content, don't spend 10 minutes like, oh, should I, what should I write about? You can go right to that database of your research and your ideas and dive right in and, and start on that. Make sure that when you are, you know, creating this database, that these, if you're recording information, make sure that it's like stuff that you can actually answer or speak to. Make sure that you are like a topic expert on that. It, it can be easy to think, you know, oh, I, absolutely. I, I am. You know, people are asking a lot of questions about this. So maybe maybe I'll jump in on this, this fad or trend, which is okay if you are a content expert on that topic. 
but just be really mindful that you're not jumping in on topics that you're not super well informed about, unless it's an opinion piece. And an opinion piece is, is a totally separate subject. But if you're you know answering questions, things like that, make sure that you're doing it from a place of integrity and that you're not just jumping on a bandwagon. Right. Because if you're looking to grow your audience in your area of expertise, you you want to draw people into what you want to talk about, of course. So if you're finding that what you think is your ideal audience is in fact asking about things that is not your zone of genius, it's maybe time to reassess who you think your niche audience is. Mm-hmm. Because there is a niche audience for what you are passionate about doing. So that you're right. Like if there's, if there's stuff coming up that isn't what your, what your zone of genius is, then maybe, yeah, have a look at who you're, who you think your ideal client is. Because it, it may be somebody different than what you were thinking of. And then go and try to find that crew. Cause you, you really, you deserve to bring your knowledge base to the, the people who are searching for it. Most definitely. So, okay, this this last one is one of my favorites because it's it's technological a little bit. Don't worry, I'm not going to make it scary. I'm going to make it really easy for you. But tech is my love language, so yeah. Or I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this one. It, this is it's keyword research, which sounds super boring and dry. And like I'm about to talk about search engine optimization, but I'm don't worry. Google when you go to Google. But the first thing I'm going to do so is say, go to Google, start typing in your subject matter or your niche. So let's go back to this copywriting example. So let's say your your um, your your niche is copywriting, or that's your that's your skill set rather, not really your niche. You're just going to type copywriting in there and see what pops up in those search results. Instant cons content inspiration. Well, I was like tripping over my tongue there. <laughs> content inspiration. Now I'm not saying go and copy like those blog posts or list posts or whatever it is that pops up in the search results, but use that is inspiration to see this is what people are searching. And these are the types of articles that people are clicking on and reading. They wouldn't be that high up in the search rankings if people weren't actually reading this content. The other place you can do this is Pinterest. Pinterest is a great spot for content inspiration, because it will bring up what people are searching for around a uh, topic or subject. And it will also give you related searches, right? So if you're just putting in copywriting and both in Google and in Pinterest, it will give you, you know, the, the options that people also search this, right? So now you can start to drill down a little bit. So putting in, let's say, cop- again, copywriting is, is the example here. And I have no idea what Google actually says when you type this in. So I'm just, I'm totally making something up here. But the search term might come up as, you know, an, an alternate search term that people are using might be, is copywriting easy? So maybe now all of a sudden you've got a piece of content that you can answer, right? You, you're copywriting, you can say, is copywriting easy? You can eat now, you've got a, a whole podcast episode, or you've got a whole blog post, or you've got a whole week's worth of social media content. Or things like how-to articles. How-to articles do really, really well because it's very valuable content for readers and for um, listeners. 
or what people who are watching videos, depending on what your content medium is. But start to use some of these search tools to get you thinking beyond a very narrow, what seems like a very narrow subject. So copywriting might feel like, it's actually a huge topic, but it might feel like, what do I talk about inside of copywriting? Now, all of a sudden, yeah, now, now you know what people are asking, you know what people are talking about, and you've got, you've got content ideas on content ideas on content ideas, ideas for days, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really great. You can also use a, a specific keyword research tool. Uh, Google's Keyword Planner is free, or you can use some more advanced keyword research tools, things like ARAFs or Ubersuggest. But if you're just starting off in this world of using keyword research or uh, content ideas, I would not suggest using those. Really, Google and Pinterest are your best bets. And just start punching, you know, keywords that are important to your audience and see what all those suggestions are and use that to inspire your own content creation. So there you have it. I I would like to mention as well, like if you have a few different platforms that you're on, um, say we've got our our podcast, we're on social, we also have a newsletter. So if you have that sort of thing where you've got more than one outlet of, of content, don't be afraid to reuse some of your content. You know, like not all, not all of you are listening, are also receiving our newsletter, although you should, but (laughs) feel free to sign up. But we try to, if if you can have a theme for the week that takes out the overwhelm a little bit too, you know, that slightly different people are going to be checking in with different pieces of your content over a certain time. So it's okay to, to, to say the same thing in more than one place, because you want people to get to know you and and what's important to you. And that's going to draw your audience to you, right? So you, you, it's okay to, to say the same thing on a couple of different um, outlets. Mm-hmm. I know some, some, really, some really big names do that all the time. Like I, I, I'm on somebody's newsletter and she'll post the same thing on social media, right? But she's got different audiences in both places. So it, it's, to- it's absolutely okay to do that. We've done that in the past. Right. So yeah, repurposing content is a great way to take out the overwhelm. You might need to modify things a little bit depending on what your audience is based on where they're consuming that content. Like what we would put on a, we don't have a blog, but if what we would put in a blog post be very different than how we would say it on a podcast, but the, but the basic content would still be the same, like the basic um, pieces of you know, points of interest inside of content would all would, would be the same. But how we present it to the audience really depends on the audience and how they prefer to consume information. Well, and you're building trust with your audience as well, that you don't say one thing one day and something totally different another day. It's it's consistency. So we we think it's very important. We've got our three C's of of business. And one of our things is consistency. And you want your messaging to be consistent. And that goes over all of your, over time and over, over your different um, platforms as well. You want, you want to have a consistent message. That's how your audience will trust that when they come to you for something that you won't say totally different things every time. Right. So that's, 
that's a trust building thing as well. So it saves time and you're building trust with your audience. So, I mean, before we sort of sign off for the day here, let's just go over again what those, those three things were so you can, you know, jump off here, grab a notebook if you want, write these down so that you're uh, inspired for the next week to create all your content. If you're on social media, make sure you tag us so that we can see it. We'd love to see what you're, what you're doing. We're success in the shy girl, mm. all the places. So if you're looking for us, that's, <laughs> that's who we are. <laughs> easy to, easy to find. So the first is going into Facebook groups and doing some research about what people are asking around your, your topic of expertise. Uh, the second is surveying your audience and really making sure that you have a, a database so that you're, you're tracking how people are responding so that you can see consistent themes and make sure that you're creating content that addresses those questions or concerns or uh, points of interest. And then the third is keyword research. And again, I suggest starting off um, using Google and Pinterest just to see what people are asking. There you have it. Three, three ways to uh, never run out of content. And if you do this consistently, you're going to, you're going to have a list so long, you're going to think I need to start creating more content. <laughs> Use all these ideas. So we have a very exciting podcast announcement to make. Um, we are going to be taking a little bit of a break um, for February, but keep those subscriptions because we will be back new and improved on right on March 1st. It's a Monday as well. So Monday, March 1st, we will be back. And uh, we're very excited. Some cool things headed your way. Yes, lots of exciting things. So if you are not already inside of our Facebook group, I'm going to leave a link below in the show notes. And we're going to continue to be there through the month of February, answering your questions. We're going to be showing up live weekly and, and really digging in on all of the questions that you have around building your business. So, yeah, so we'll see you there yeah. and we'll see you back here March 1st. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.